Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're listening to Scoopy Radio with Brandon Robinson. Scoopy Welcome Radio. Welcome to another edition of Heavy Live with Scoopy. I am Brandon Scoopy Robinson, senior writer at Heavy.com, host of Heavy Live with Scoopy. And it's always a place to be when you got friends, colleagues, and Notable people, no different here, as I got my main man, Jeff Hamilton of uh, Jeff Hamilton Leathers. Jeff, what's going on, sir? Uh, nothing much. It's just here in, in New York, you know, enjoying uh, traveling a little bit, you know, after after being in, in stuck up in Los Angeles for so many months. <laughs> yes, uh, COVID-19 has done a number on everybody, staying in the house, you know, refocusing the way that we live and do business and when you talk about business, uh, we are on Heavy Live with Celt- Heavy Live Celtics, or rather, Facebook uh, pages on the Celtics, uh, the Chicago Bulls, the uh, Los Angeles Lakers, as well as on Periscope and a myriad of other places, um, as well as YouTube. Uh, and this is significant because um, for anybody who pays attention to culture, the Los Angeles Lakers at large, a birdie tells me um, that Jeff Hamilton makes their championship leather jackets and if you pay attention to social media anthony davis sported that leather jacket and first and foremost where is that leather jacket i have a sample right now with me right here do i do right here (laughs) i knew you were gonna ask me that question (laughs) (laughs) yes the los angeles lakers leather jacket champion 17 time nba champion you designed that of course, yes. How long did it take you to put that design together? Walk me through. Um, the, the, the design just took me uh, a couple of weeks. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, we we were we didn't know if it was going to be uh, Miami or, or Los Angeles. If, me being a Laker fan for many years, obviously, I had a little bias. But uh, and I was hoping that for me, it was a very important thing just to uh, to to try to realize the fact that. Uh, not only I'm a Laker fan, but the fact that I had created the, the, some of the jackets for Michael Jordan and some of the jackets for Kobe, uh, for me to just try to get do as well, uh, LeBron, I feel like 
me being part of three different generation of 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 icon of icons in the game, the greatest players ever to play the game. Uh, I thought it was very special for me to do it, and uh, I really wanted to be part of it. And the fact that I renew my ties with the NBA, I felt it was going to be something. It was something I really wanted to 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 make it happen. To make it happen. No, that's that's pretty awesome. And Anthony Davis um, sported the leather jacket along with some product placement with a liquor company, but. Um, that that brand product placement was pretty cool. Did you know he was going to post it before he posted it? Were you shocked? What what happened? No, I, I knew he was going to post it, and I, I and I knew as well that LeBron is going to post it. So uh, the day after they they won the championship, they they won the championship on Sunday. Uh, I, I had prepared a jacket for 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 LeBron and for for AD, and uh, and I, I met with them on uh, on Tuesday Tuesday afternoon. I met them, got them the jacket, and I know I'm I'm still waiting for for LeBron to to put his jacket. But I, you know, I, I know it's going to be something spectacular because I kind of know what kind of picture he's going to be taking with that jacket. So I'm not in a hurry. I'm anxious. I can't wait to for him to put that that, that that picture. Any idea? Any any clues of of when that 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 post will go down? Well, I I, I assume probably in the next couple of weeks. Okay. That's, that's a fair assessment. When you look at the NBA Finals uh, this year, um, you said you didn't know if the Heat were going to win or the, the Lakers we were figuring that out. Um, what stood out to you about this Lakers team than any other Lakers team you've watched in the past because you're a Lakers fan as well? I'm, I'm an NBA fan, but really what, the most important thing, you know, obviously uh, was, you know, just Los Angeles has as many great icons that we've had in the game, whether it's uh, Jerry West to to to, to Shaquille to Will Chamberlain, you know, to Magic. I mean, well, what a, one of the greatest icons in Los Angeles. But Kobe has a special place in 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 uh, the heart of any NBA fan, even more so of any uh, Laker fan. So uh, dealing with the tragedy, we had to deal with uh, Kobe's. Uh, uh, passing this year, uh, it was really very meaningful for the Lakers to to try to accomplish uh, and to win the championship because it had a, an added symbol to 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 what we had, and especially the fact that year that year has been so difficult on so many different levels. Um, that it, it it was a very welcome uh, was very welcome in the city of Los Angeles. No, that's real. And um, you mentioned the fact that you have, you know, had a relationship with Magic and and, and Michael and, and Kobe and more. Um, for those who are a little tardy to the party, you don't just make jackets for NBA championship teams. You've made jackets for Bill Clinton, President, former U.S. President Bill Clinton when he was in office. You've made leather jackets for um, the um, the diplomats, Dipset, Jim Jones, Cameron, and all those guys. Um, Kind of, now, for those who are, I've done jackets for Nelson Mandela. <laughs> I've done jackets for, for, for you know, a lot of celebrity, all the rock and rollers, and really Madonna, Michael Jackson, uh, George Michael. So I really, have, I've, I've been very fortunate in my life just to to be able to create something that I love and also to be surround and having the opportunity to meet all the greatest icon or icons of our lifetime. Walk me back through the early days. What was your point of entry with celebrities? Because many people know or don't know that you actually were one of the founders of, if I'm not mistaken, was it the guest company? Right. 
I was a founder in, in 1983. I was a founder of Guess Jeans for Men. When did you make that transition to leather from Guess? Uh, once I finished my contract, I was the first licensee for the men's. Once I finished uh, the men's company uh, in in the late 80s, uh, I started designing. You know, it was like my hair was all the way to my shoulder. It was the 80s. I was riding Harley Davidsons and uh, and I needed, uh, you know, I just started designing jackets for myself. And, uh, and everywhere I went, everybody wanted to, especially in the trade shows, all my clients wanted to get my jackets. And I really didn't want to sell those jackets because they were so complicated to make or so intricate to do. And I didn't know that there was a business for that kind of jackets. Uh, fast forward a few years later, I mean, I just, uh, a friend of mine who was uh, an NFL licensee uh, told me, why don't we make a jacket with one of the owners of the Giants? And so I made a jacket, you know, as he wanted to do that as a president and uh, presented it to one of the NFL, NFL officials at uh at, in the licensing department, uh, they, they just loved it. So they gave me a license. Uh, from there on, right away, I got an, an NBA license. But already I had made some jackets with some of the, the NBA with some of the NBA players. You know, I mean, my first NBA player actually was uh, Reggie Thiers. And Reggie Thiers just put me together right away with Magic Johnson. It was, you know, keep in mind, I mean, you know, I'm 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 a, I'm an immigrant from France, and and those are icons, I mean, such, you know, untouchable icons, and uh, suddenly um, Michael, uh, uh, Magic introduced me to, to, to Michael, and and then I started designing for all the, the NBA players individually, and then of course once I had the NBA license, I started merchandising that to all the stores and and uh, and, and, and players. Michael and the Bulls, uh, their iconic leather jackets, um, you know, were part of the 90s. Uh, you look at, I, I remember hearing a story at some point, I guess when Michael hit the last shot against the Utah Jazz in 98, he right. was looking for you. He needed his jacket instantly. Correct. Tell me that story. So, um, so he, in fact, like you went with that, that very famous shot, you know, I'm, I'm in that picture. And <laughs> like when, when, when he makes that shot and Brian Russell is just, you know, falling, you know, so, uh, and I'm, I'm probably one of the only ones with my, my, my hands up, like, like hoping that he's win. So I had spoken already with some of his, uh, his people and uh, some of his bodyguards and they came to pick me up I, I, in, in, to my seat. And, and, and I went directly to the locker room and, uh, and first thing that, uh, that Michael said, where Jeffrey, where's my coats? <laughs> when 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 Michael asked for your coat, I, I I would I would imagine that you gotta give it to him. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure, yeah, and gladly. Scoop yes, sir. Radio. Now, what I find interesting is you and I both have this thing in common with Old Rock's leather. You see the Old Rock's leather uh, step and repeat in the back. Um, you actually uh, have a partnership with uh, Old Rock's leather. Um, you have these bags that. Um, you partnered with with Orwax Leather, um, and the red and black bags that you created um, were a dual tribute to one, the Chicago Bulls with the red and black uh, leather stitching, and also the fact that Orwax is based in Portland, Oregon. Um, I, I did my research on you. Um, tell me a little bit more about the partnership with Orwax Leather. 
Uh, it's it's you know we just we just started like some some collaboration where we basically this is more of a generic uh, Jeff Hamilton. It's not a it's not a licensed product. However, we are we try to to. Uh, to try to duplicate the, the feeling of what the jackets are and the image that the image that the jackets represent uh, into into bags, you know. And uh, so we are designing. I'm designing in collaboration with them some special, high quality, high craftsmanship uh, product that kind of represent my the image of of my brand. And uh, they, they they are amazing people. They have a tremendous great quality on the product that they have and uh, I'm very pleased uh, with, uh, with uh, the, the collaboration. I really think that uh, we, we are still on the, in the early stages of, of growing the collaboration but we believe it's going to be a long-term uh, collaboration. And for those who are paying attention, check out that collaboration with uh, um, you, um, to me, uh, you, the, the younger kids, uh, younger than me, you know, recognize Kobe Bryant and Shaq uh, and those jackets that the Lakers wore uh, and when they had their three-peat and uh, you were responsible for those jackets. What are your, you talked about fond memories with Michael. What were your fond memories with the Lakers um, as it related to the duo of Shaq and Kobe uh, winning a championship? It is, it's, you know, it's just, it's home. I mean, as my listener, I love Michael and Michael for me, we always be the greatest, you know, because he was the first one that that that, that did it, and just the charisma, his personality, you know, the, the way. You know, I mean, I love Michael, you know, and uh, but uh, Shaq and Kobe was home, you know, and he's home. Uh, I, I met I met Shaq before he even got drafted to to Orlando, so I really have very strong personal personal connection with, 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 uh, with Shaq and also the fact that, you know, during the time, you know, business was great and, you know, and I was uh, very successful and um, I, I sat on the court. I had courtside seats for all the, the Kobe uh, championship years and it was very special to be at, the, you know, like to, to see them so close and be able to, to talk to them always and be able to to be in the locker room during the All-Star. I believe it was the All-Star. I'm not sure which one. It was 2001 or 2002, Washington or D.C., uh, the, the D.C. or Philly, I don't know which one it was, where uh, been in the locker room before the game, before the players' intro, I told Kobe, I, say, I said, you know, you're going to win the MVP, so just remember, look me up after because you're going to be the MVP of the game. And then he, he smiled, and of course, he, he, I, remember, I think it was 2001, mm -hmm. and he became the, the MVP. So it was kind of really special that, that we had that little uh, exchange on that. But we always loved, uh, always loved Kobe and, uh, since he was, you know, since she came to the Lakers at 17 or 18 years old. You worked with Madonna um, and Dennis Rodman playing for the Bulls. Uh, I'm sure you well, catty corner to him and your, you know, your dealings with, with Michael and the Bulls. What did you make from Madonna and what stands out to you as for Madonna as a creative? Um, I, I really never had, I mean, I, I had a relationship with her, but not like a close relationship. But uh, early on, uh, after my guest days, when I started making jackets and I started suddenly, I mean, I'm making jackets and every celebrity is wearing my jacket. Uh, um, at the time, you know, Vanilla Ice and New Kids on the Block and this one and that one. And uh, 
the big producer of uh, of a uh, uh, movie producer, um, Joel Silver. Uh, so this is a, this is a big article that 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 they write about me about me. You're not a celebrity until you own a Jeff Hamilton jacket. Mm. Uh, so it was kind of like very flattering for me to me. And they said, what are your your uh, your biggest regret that that you, you you didn't make jackets for? I said, well, you know, you know, I I like you know Elvis. I was not the greatest fan, but I still Elvis was a big American icon. I said I would have loved to make a, a jacket for Elvis if it was alive. That was kind of a dream, you know. And obviously, I couldn't do it. So uh, so I got a call from Joel Silver, the, the the movie producer, and tells me, you know, I know I cannot help you with Elvis, but. Uh, and I said, I'd like to do something for Elvis and something for Madonna. I said, can I help you something with Elvis? However, I can help you with Madonna. And the time, we were shooting the movie uh, A League of Their Own with uh, Penny Marshall. Mm -hmm. and, and he said, you know, her birthday is in about two weeks. Can you just get me a jacket done in two weeks? I said, I don't care. I'll make it happen. And I made the jacket for, him, for, for her for her birthday. And, uh, and that's how I still have, I think on, on my Instagram, I have a couple of pictures wearing the jacket. That's awesome. You made a leather jacket. I still remember it. it was like classic. It was a classic black leather bomber jacket for former President uh, Bill Clinton. Right. How does one get called to make a leather jacket for a sitting president? Um, I had different, different, different. Uh, in fact, I'm already talking about doing one for 46. So, uh, I, a friends of mine, I did a lot of jackets for the Secret Service, and I became really close friends with some of the guys from the Secret Service way back then, and, and I'm still friends with them. And I mean, it's been over 30 years. We're still very, very close friends. And, uh, and I say I would love to meet President Clinton. I mean, listen, again, being an immigrant and being able to meet the most powerful man in, in the world, you know, it was, was something special. So I made a presidential seal jacket with a Navy, the Navy jacket, a presidential seal jacket. And well, it was in, uh, it was one day, it was in Los Angeles and uh, they arranged for me to, to, to meet with him and present the jacket to him. And uh, so. The seal, do they give you the seal? Do you replicate the seal? I'm really curious how that works. Yeah, they gave me the artwork. They actually, they, 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 they gave me, at the time, it was not like, a, uh, email was not as, as strong as it is now, and artwork is not exchanged the same way. So what they did was they gave me one of those uh, the, those uh, magnets that they put on on, uh, on the car, like when you're on, on the official presidential car. Yeah. So they gave me one of those, I duplicated the logo, and I just created the seal on that. Subsequent to that, I met, I met President Clinton, I had dinner with him, and I made some, uh, some other jackets for Camp David and, and other, other, other projects that we did together. When you make jackets like that for the president, does he pick out the, the, the design? Do you pick out the design, or does somebody else pick out the design? Some, somebody else. And then they, usually it, it's always uh, a very close friend of his uh, that wants to bring him a a present or something. I mean, on the, on the, on the first jacket, I picked up design from A to Z, which was very diff, very easy to do. It was a, a beautiful, luxurious, the best leather, navy leather with a seal in the front and a big seal in the back. Which you know, one thing that's smart that I did, I guess, you know, is that I made two jackets like that. Every time I made a jacket for a big celebrity or something, 
uh, one of our, our, our icons of our time. I make two jackets. I give him one of the jackets and I keep the second jacket for myself. And, and most likely, most of the time I get the second jackets to be signed by, by that person. So I still own one of the original uh, uh, Bill Clinton's uh, presidential jacket. What was his reaction when you presented him with the jacket? Oh, he loved it. I mean, you know, because I mean, they, they, everybody's used to, to the, 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 the beautiful jacket, the regular varsity jacket, like the wool jacket with a little embroidery. But this is all hand-cut leather or hand-pieced together. And uh, it just, uh, he, he, every, time I, every time I ran into him, and I ran into him since he's been out of the office many times, and uh, I always remember those jackets. Tell me about uh, potentially making a jacket for uh, President-elect Joe Biden. Uh, it, 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 I cannot go as, as nuts and crazy as like to, as like to be kind of in my in my in my in my, uh, my championship jacket as I do for LeBron or for for, for one of the, the music stars. But it's kind of a very simple jacket. But I really insist of having the best craftsmanship done. I mean, I sign every jacket on inside. I usually put like a, a message on the inside, like a great limited edition plaque. And, and I just put whatever my, my feelings of, of how I feel about that person. From a fashion standpoint, I feel like the, the Bill Clinton jacket, it fit him to a T. It was, right. it was, it was form fitting. It was snug. It felt like captain of the varsity football team. What sense of style do you get for President-elect Biden when you're creating a jacket? What, what do you see in, in his in his his swag? I, I think he has it. I think he has it, and he's been around enough that, uh, like, even though you know people say he's a little older, I still he's still very young at heart, and he has that personality that he knows how to carry himself very well. And and uh, I'm very excited to have him as an as an ex president. You got to get one for, for for Kamala Harris too. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, there's no 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 doubt I will be doing one for her. I'm very how, excited. How monumental would that be? Um, number one, to have a, a female vice president, but also it wouldn't be traditional black. Would you do pinks? Would you do? You know, she her no. sorority is AKA, so pink and green are her sorority colors. Yeah, of course, yeah, Harvard University. So, so I probably will be doing that. Most likely, I try to be very conservative. When you deal at that level, you, I don't think you're going to be too funky. So I, I think most likely something like navy as a background and, uh, and just to whatever logo that we have. I, at the time, I did jackets also for uh, Vice President Al Gore as well. And it was also something very subtle. I like it. All right, enough politics. Um, when you, <laughs> We've had enough of those for the last um, few years. I mean, it, <laughs> I, I don't know that I'm giving up, but but I'm. I think we've had enough of it. Yeah, we've had enough politics. But one of the things that's still political is is the, the politics of of sport. And when you look at um, just I guess basketball, and you look at football, and you look at just all of the licensing stuff, how difficult is it for people for designers to get licensing for sports? I think it's very difficult. I mean, you know, listen, I've been I've been in the sports business for 35 years, uh, since probably 1987, probably 33 years. And uh, I've had a lot of ups and downs, you know, sold my companies, bought back my companies and so on and so forth. And it's, it's not that easy to get even the fact that I'm so well introduced and so well connected to the sports uh, figures, not only in, in obviously basketball is my 
my love, but you know, I'm very connected with the hockey world and and the NFL world and the baseball world. You know, I mean, whether it was the Barry Bonds or or, or Ken Griffey Jr. and all that stuff. You know, but uh, but but it's just a, not a, a given. You know, uh, even though my product is very unique and I don't compete with anybody else, it's very hard to get a, a licensing deal. It's very expensive, and. Uh, so, but I'm, I'm having said that, I'm negotiating with a lot of the big leagues also to to recapture some of that. But you know, I'm I don't want to compete. I don't need to do the hoodies and 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 the 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 the, the, the full life. I really want to come with the iconic jackets, like the one of the kind jackets that are uh, mementos that people keep for their lifetime. For lifetime. Jeff, I remember um, late '90s, early 2000s, the race car jackets being a thing. Right. Um, the M&M jackets, the Budweiser, the Anheuser, Anheuser. Yes. Um, you made a young high school kid like myself uh, beg my parents to uh, to get that jacket. It wasn't leather, but it was more affordable for um, people, younger people and people who liked your style. Um, how difficult was it to get those licensings for the race car jackets as opposed to Sports that play with a ball like basketball and, and baseball and football. In in, in, in the mid nineties, probably was very easy for me. I came in from from a different angle. I, I I really didn't fit into. I was not part of the whole NASCAR world, but but jacket and and racing and NASCAR was a natural. And once I started, I started really again the same thing. I mean, I just was able to penetrate the market with all the big icons of racing like Dallin Hart and Jeff Gordon and Rusty was. And I started uh, designing for them, and they only wanted my jackets. So every single driver, they needed my jacket before they, they got into the driver's meeting and and doing whatever they need to do. Uh, and merchandising-wise, up to date, that was probably the, my biggest success I've ever had in, in, in my career mm-hmm. uh, to, to create those jackets. So I... I once I started making the high-end jacket, I made a, a takedown of those jackets and made like the more mostly like in you know, a cotton jacket with all the embroidery to try to duplicate the look of what the, the, the uh, racing suit is. And and uh, and at a time, I mean, from 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 a sport that's really very very white and very southeast, you know, like really, you you didn't see. I mean, you can go two hundred thousand people in a race, you're not going to see a, a, an African American. Uh, person on the stand things have changed a little bit but not that much you know and and me like a guy with a french accent who's jewish you know in in, in that world you know so that you didn't see a lot of people like us in in, in that but uh, so I, I started creating that and because my my distribution and my love was really kind of like always try to to be part of the culture because the culture embraced me with the nba jackets and my my sport jacket i was able to introduce an art car jacket which is such a clash like racing that has nothing to do with with the actual uh, city culture and, 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 and introduce it. And at the time, I remember I used to get so many, uh, I mean, I remember CNN and say, how can you sell, you know, a NASCAR jacket to, 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 to the cities, you know, and then to the inner cities. And, and it was a very successful for me. And, and I loved it because after this, these days, everybody comes to, to me in the streets, you know, and then and, and, and they say, you know, I had the M&M jacket. I had the Goodrin jacket. I had the, the, I mean, this weekend I just did a car rally from New York to, uh, an exotic car rally from uh, New York to, uh, 
to DC and, and a few people still had those jackets. They were wearing those jackets. No, that's real. That jacket that you're wearing right now is pretty nice. Before we got on the air, I was looking at the zippers on your sleeve. Tell me about that jacket you're wearing right now. This is a jacket. I, I just did it for myself, but you know, uh, it's it's a python jacket, it's like a green python jacket, but I'm using like the best stuff. Those are like the Tom Ford zippers, like very, very big and very look all the way up to, you know, I just put like a lot of very expensive hardware on it and and uh, just, you know, just trying to spoil myself and make myself a nice jacket. <laughs> Who is one person in the entertainment field that you would like to work with that you haven't, past or present? Uh, past is probably easier to say, but uh, uh, present, um, <laughs> that, that's going to sound very pretentious, but I, I, I cannot say because I've, I'm dealing with so many of them right now, all the greatest ones now. Uh, I've not done anything to for for Joe Biden yet, so so that 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 might be one. Uh, um, you know, like I, I like I like to do something for Kenny Hamilton, the race car driver, because I really think is 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 one of the most amazing uh, race car drivers of our time. And then the the, the fact he's African American is just such a such a great thing, just especially you know, again in a sport that is not. Uh, known to have uh, African Americans uh, on, on that. I mean, I've I've done stuff for the Rolling Stones, but not directly with them. And like some of those people, like that, I'd love to do something for Rolling Stones, even though I've not met them personally. They've had my jacket, but I'd love to personally work out, work, and do some things for them directly. I saw a picture with LeBron James in high school. He had a black Jeff Hamilton jacket, um, and I. So you sent me your jacket. Um, back during All-Star when I was in Chicago. This guy shipped it to me. I wore it on camera. It was timely. We made it work. But I remember seeing a picture with LeBron James after fact, and I knew that it was your jacket because I recognized, you know, the stitching and the logos and all that stuff on the sleeve and everything else. He had a black Lakers jacket on back when he was in high school. There was a black NBA jacket with all the, uh, with all the, all the team logos. And but- it was, yeah, and he had a Lakers hat on, right? The interesting thing about it that nobody noticed, because I, knew, I had that picture, and even myself, I didn't notice that not only I had a Laker hat on, but he had a Kobe jersey also. And and it was like, you know, like you knew that he was, I knew he was a Laker, I knew he was a Kobe fan. Listen, his generation grew up more uh, uh, watching Kobe play than, 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 than Michael, you know, so for, for him, it was... Uh, I remember because when he was in high school, he gave me his shoes. They were Kobe's. <laughs> Those moon shoes. <laughs> no, I remember. I mean, you saw him with the jacket. You didn't give him the jacket? How did How did that work? No, I gave him the jacket. <laughs> At the time, I gave him the jacket way back then. It was... Uh, it was kind of like a gray area at the time, you know, but uh, I met uh, I met his, his uh, stepdad and and I, and I was very big in memorabilia at the time. I owned a lot of the jerseys. So I said, you know, and I, everybody was buzzing about the name LeBron. He's going to be a great player. And, you know, we, you know we, every year we hear this player is going to be the next Michael, he's going to be the next Kobe, he's going to be Magic. But, you know, but we knew that LeBron was, was amazing. And I really said, I need to get to this, this kid, you know. I knew that when, when he used to come and play high school games, I mean, he was – they were selling out almost arena. He sold out Poly Pavilion when he played a, a high school game, you know. So I knew that that was very special. And uh, so 
I made him the jacket and I, and I traded him for one of his uh, high school jerseys and a pair of shoes. <laughs> and, uh, oh, man. <laughs> I didn't want him to be plugged besides that much because the time you couldn't do it. So I remember he got in trouble because he was wearing some kind of Mitchell and Ness jersey. And when they did the article that he was, you know, he got caught wearing some, somebody was paying, gave him some present. He was not allowed to get present, which I still don't understand why not. Uh, instead of putting the Michel and Ness jersey, they put my jacket on it. That, that was one of those pictures. <laughs> wow. That was one of the, that was one of the, jo- wow. Yeah. But they never mentioned my name. Michel and Ness got the slack. I did not. <laughs> so this was another jacket. It wasn't the black jacket. It was a, that black jacket, yeah. And and at the, and at the time, it was probably what 2001, 2000, 2002, because it came out in 2003. So uh, I put in on the ti- on on the inside King James at the time already. Wow, wow. You've been around Michael. You've been around Kobe. You've been around Shaq. You've been around um, sitting U.S. presidents Nelson Mandela. Uh, what is something that Red Fox, <laughs> Red, the late Red Fox, the comedian? Yeah, Red Fox used to come and used to hang with me when I used to own guest jeans. So he used to come and buy jeans for me. He used to pay me cash, you know, like a, like the miss was for real. <laughs> and he was the greatest, you know. I did the jackets for Martin, like you know Martin Lawrence when we intro for Martin Lawrence. That was your. Yeah. I learned that recently. Yes. <laughs> so there was a lot of kid and play. I mean, during all the, the and, and I stay friends with all those guys. I'm still a very good friend with all, all those guys and I still love it. You know, so it's. No, that's real, man. That's real. Did it ever bother you? I remember back when, like, you know, when I was talking about the race car jackets, like you'd see a lot of knockoffs. Did it bother you when people were knocking off your jackets? Um. Yes, yes, it, it still bothers me to this date. I mean, a lot of companies are still trying to to ride my my wave, my ups and down waves, you know. So, uh, and it bothers me because a lot of companies are even trying to use my initials and and try to confuse the public to think that they are Jeff Hamilton. But but whoever knows knows, you know, because everybody still try to go. I don't go through shortcuts myself. My work is. If it, if it, I'm not going to tell you I'm going to get your jacket uh, next week. If, if it takes four weeks, five weeks, I'll make it. And I'll, ma- I'll keep on making the jacket. The jacket comes out perfect. So uh, it, it, and obviously my jackets are very expensive. Uh, and unfortunately, that, that's, that kind of limits a little bit uh, my distribution. But, but I'm, I'm coming out with different versions where I'm taking takedowns of, of my high-end prices and, and making it at affordable prices for to try to to uh, to reach out more of, 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 of the market, you know, and uh, and to that extent, you know, like uh, I, I have a, a collaboration ongoing with Mitchell and Ness where we, we, we dropping a lot of different uh, product at price point. I mean, it's still not, a, not very cheap, but not inexpensive, but still, but affordable that people can actually afford and they can get a piece of it. But the, the really high-end leather jackets are, are very expensive because we can, they're all handmade, they all, one piece at a time. The La- the Lakers jacket that you made. Um, how long does it take to make one jacket? Probably about four weeks, three weeks to four weeks. I mean, from beginning to end. I mean, you know, if you if one person was handing it from beginning to end, you know, probably something like that. But we were making in production, so we so we make different logos and we put it together. So we we probably save some time. How many people does it take to make one jacket? 
Uh, probably about ten people. Okay. And it's is it is it you're getting leather? You're dyeing it? Does the leather? Well, come? We, we buy the leather. I buy the leather in, in the collars already. I mean, that's, that's something that we, didn't, we, we, we have. And, you know, it, it, the process is uh, we need to, to – I need to have special – I mean, I have my, my, my cutters, my art, I'm true artists. So we cut basically the leather a piece at a time, a little detail, every little detail with a little exacto knife. And then it's, we, we stitch it. Then we, we have it and we glue it and we stitch it. And then we put the whole jacket together. So it's, it's – the sewers and the cutters are different different people, and, and we just try to coordinate everything the right way. Drake wore a Kobe Bryant custom leather jacket in Toronto in 2016 during the NBA All-Star Game. And you see one picture where LeBron is playing defense against Kobe. Kobe's dribbling the ball with his right hand, and then you see Drake clapping his hands. And the way that the, the, the picture goes, you're smiling as I'm saying it. But as the, as the way the picture looks, I'm looking at it on your Instagram page right now. You see a picture of Kobe in a yellow or purple and gold Lakers uh, uniform uh, and in the jacket. And so from what I understand, your social media went, was off the charts because you worked something out with Drake where he posted it and whatever. And I don't like to count people's pockets. But um, how cool is that moment in retrospect, the fact that Drake tributed Kobe um, in Toronto at the first non-U.S. Uh, All-Star game, like that whole synergy there, how crazy is that looking back on it? Oh, it, it was amazing. I'm just, you know, I mean, Drake being such a, such a great artist and such a big, uh, also icon of our times and being able to, to, to commission me to do that jacket. And, and uh, so, so he, he had a lot of input on, on what the idea what he wanted. He had a very clear idea of how to do it. I mean, there was a logistics uh, that we needed to, to, to deal with the fact that uh, the jacket, uh, you know, had to have the Nike logos. It had to have the NBA logos. I was not an NBA licensee at the time. So I had to go through the NBA, uh, all the red tape to make sure that it was done. And, uh, and the jacket came out really special. So, I mean, obviously the jacket was very expensive. The jacket was like seven or $8,000. And, uh, and uh, so I worked out a deal with, with Drake that he was going to pay me a, a big portion of that. And the rest, I was, he was going to make me a post and, you know, and, and tag me. So because, you know, Instagram, I was growing my Instagram. So uh, that weekend, I probably my Instagram jumped like 50,000 followers in, in the weekend. And uh, everybody kind of like up to this date, I said I made the, I did the Drake jacket, and that's it. Everybody, I, I, if I had that jacket today, I probably at seven thousand dollars or eight thousand dollars, probably could sell a hundred or two hundred jackets today if I if I had it. But I just you know, so to that extent, I'm working on a couple of projects. Hopefully that will drop, and I'm working with a probably like a large, uh, a big name company that we are we 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 are hoping to drop it for Kobe's induction. Uh, the, the 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 interesting part of that of, of that uh, that jacket is that he didn't give the jacket to Kobe and he, he gave it to uh, to Steph Curry. <laughs> Steph Curry owns the jacket. He gave Steph Curry that Kobe jacket yes. in Toronto. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I would have I would assume he would have given it to Kobe, right? And but he gave it to 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 Steph Curry. So he just wore it one time and gave it away. I think he wore a couple of times, you know, but then he ended up speaking. I, I, I saw an interview one time when he gave that jacket to Steph Curry. Wow. That's, that's pretty awesome. Um, what are your memories of Kobe Bryant? When did you first meet him? What, what, what games of his stands out to you? 
Uh, so so many memories. I mean, I've met him so many times, and you know, and and uh, I've done a lot of jackets for for himself, for for, for Vanessa, and uh, it, it was a very special person. You know, I mean, he was was a kid. I mean, like, you know, when I met him, I, I, I remember sitting on the court. On, I, went, I had courtside seats because Jerry Bus. I, I originally that's how I got my my floor seats at the Lakers. I traded jackets with Jerry Bus, and he gave me he wanted to give me season tickets. I said no, I don't want season tickets. I want season tickets on the court. He said, well, you're gonna have to wait. I said, well, I don't care. I'll wait as many years as you want, but I want only to sit on the court. And uh, so I sat. And so when Kobe came in, I was really excited because you could see he was so anxious to play. He he had it was like a bottle of fire trying to explode because he was just so. So excited to be part of it, and the way he carried himself, just like like Michael, and and it, it was 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 beautiful. And I met him probably one when he just came in uh, early on, and uh, you know friends of mine did some 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 signings with him. So I would I would attend all the stuff when I was around him, and he was very very. He seemed to be very. I mean, people don't know, but he was kind of shy and into himself a little bit. But you know, as he obviously as 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 he became what Kobe is and, and, and always will be, he was uh, he was a little bit more secure, obviously, of, of himself. But they always been very classy, very elegant, the man of his world, word, you know, and uh, and that's 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 always you know he's always going to be missed. He's always be going to be in our heart. We love him. Yeah, I miss Kobe, man. I miss Kobe a lot. He <laughs> was he was a good man. He was a really good man, and. Uh, you know, we, we we are fortunate to have some of our NBA players to be such such great icons and such great people. Like 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 LeBron is such a, such a, such an amazing human being for what what he does to his community. Not only they they, they do and put all their heart and soul on on the court, but what they do off the court and and especially this year with Black Lives Matters and and the way you know they have a voice and they know how to use their voice in the right way, not for a selfish reason for all the schools that he puts together and all the way that he helped out all his friends and all his managers and that grew up with him. I mean, I mean, I, he just, you know, he, I read one of his posts that he did uh, two days ago uh, about his mom and, you know, knowing where he comes from, some such like, like underprivileged uh, areas in, in, in Akron and, and just to be elevating himself and still being a real man is just a, uh, I mean, I admire. This is why I admire the more, the most in the people and in, in what they achieved, not only on the court but also off the court. Every time I talk to you, uh, we uh, I learned something new about you, um, and I learned today about that Mitchell and Ness uh, and and Jeff Hamilton jacket story with LeBron. But I also learned about the Steph Curry. Uh, exchanging the jacket. And I also learned uh, that, you know, Joe Biden or pre- uh, President-elect Joe Biden as well as Kamala as well may, may end up getting a Jeff Hamilton jacket. So I'll, I'll be checking out for that as well. It's, 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 it's 100% sure that they will get it. It's This is the question is when, but I'm, I'm very anxious. I mean, I, 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 you know, this, is, this is a kind of, of situation where, you know, you, you really want to go and, and not only give him the jacket, but you want to give him a hug at the same time. So, yes, Joe Biden will be getting a jacket from the one and only Jeff Hamilton. And Jeff Hamilton also has a collaboration uh, with All Rocks Leather. He also has a collaboration with Mitchell and Ness. 
How crazy is it? They didn't mention the name in the article with Mitchell and Ness with LeBron, but now you have a collaboration with Mitchell and Ness. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, thank you so much for your time, my brother. Thank you, Scoopy. And always a, always a pleasure to, to be with you. Always glad to see your beautiful face and, 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 and your great interview. I love always chatting with you. Yes, sir. Have you live with Scoopy. Over and out. Talk to you guys probably tomorrow. Take care. Thank you, Scoop. This is Scoopy Radio saying, you bring the coffee and I'll bring the Duncan. Kaboom! Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.